listening to Shades Midweek, episode 120. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark DeRoe. I'm the worship pastor here at Shades Valley, and today I'm joined in Four Stream Studio by none other than Mr. Jonathan Haves, back from from a month of... From all the things. All the things. <laughs> so we're just glad you're back. And I'm glad to be back. And you know what's happening right now? The people are shocked. They're shocked, John Mark. And they're not they're not shocked because of me. They're shocked because they just got a new episode of Shades Midweek dropping into their feed. And right. it's been a hot minute. It's been a few weeks. We oh. uh I don't know if we're gonna need to build this into our schedule every summer. You know, everyone has crazy schedules and are in and out of the office a lot and Essentially, Brad and I just, we didn't have time to record episodes the last two weeks, so we didn't have any. Yeah, it was was trying to get things lined up. There were, and then in the midst of all that, there were technical issues. There were, I mean, it was just a perfect storm of things. So it is not our intent to become a once a month podcast for you. Yeah, 100%. We know how many of you out there depend upon the, the, the weekly episode of shades midweek to just carry you through and we are committed to that we are we are committed we've been inundated inundated with emails <laughs> saying where where's the new episode this week Why oh man you dropped an episode oh now it's been two weeks i'm starting to think that shades midweek is not coming back we, we've gotten so many emails we actually can't read any of them right. because it would be unfair to the peoples who we didn't have time to read right um, and that's definitely not a cover for the fact we didn't get it. Right. <laughs> but we know that I'm sure somewhere, someone somewhere was concerned that we hadn't put out anything in a few weeks. So here we are. That's right. We are back. And we're back to talk about all things Shades. This is going to be a Shades-centric episode. Yep, yep. And we're back to talk about the craziness that is summer, yep. which continues because, as you've probably realized by this point, we are sans one Brad Brown. So he's not here. We'll we'll tell you more about why that is a little bit later on. He's fine. He's fine. I just made that sound really ominous. <laughs> but but we'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, let's go on and just dive into things. Yeah. So JM, it's been so long. I have had no music to listen to. Oh man, none. And this is this is a true story. Uh, yeah. It had been so long. I actually texted John Mark to ask for musical That's recommendations. True. That's true. <laughs> So please, yeah. What what can I listen to? Give well, me an album. I'm gonna do my absolute best here today on JM's album of the week. JM's album of the week. <laughs> I wish everyone could see the look on my face right now. I thought this is what it was the moment it started, but when the drum came in, I was like, yep, that's exactly what he's doing. Should we let it get to the chorus at least one time? I mean, everybody either recognizes what's going on already, or they're very, or they're confused. very confused. There's no middle ground. But yeah, you can let it get to the course if you want. Here it is. Oh, 
Sean Mark, what are we listening to? Okay. The album of the week this week comes from English singer-songwriter Kate Bush. This is an album that was released in 1985. You know, I was thinking that I had really heard her name around the time I was two years old. <laughs> the album is called Hounds of Love. The single is called Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God, which happens to be very popular in our culture right now. And if you don't know why, I'm going to explain all this to you. And this is why Jonathan's eyes lit up <laughs> like it was Christmas morning when the drums dropped. If you have not seen the most recent season of Stranger Things, Stranger Things 4, then this song basically means nothing to you probably right. because like a lot of us, myself included, I had heard of Kate Bush uh, but had never listened to any of her albums. And the first episode of Stranger Things drops and uh, one of the characters is listening to this song on their walk Walkman or whatever and... I immediately shazammed it. I was like, what is this song? It's so good. And I think me and millions of other people probably did the same thing. And so this right. song has obviously jumped up the Billboard charts well, the song and had a second a, life of it, its own. It, it becomes a, a feature throughout the entirety it's a feature of, the, through the, of whole the season. season. Which, for those of you who aren't familiar with Stranger Things, we will warn you. It is, it is like, yes. at this point, it's pretty much straight up horror. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm not a horror person, but they suckered me in with their <laughs> 80s nostalgia. Um, so it's set in the 80s, obviously, and so all the music and all that uh, heavily from, from the 80s, and so, yeah, it's it's been a wild story surrounding this song yeah, um, and how yeah. it's gotten its, like, kind of second life, because, yeah. I mean, isn't it charting? Didn't it chart? Yeah, that's, it, it's so, I believe, the Billboard Top 40, it, in England, at least, where she's from, I think it charted like number one for like several weeks That's after crazy. this, after uh, you know, Stranger Things started coming out the new season. Now so. I, I do have to ask you: Have you listened to this whole album? So I haven't listened to the entire album, but I have listened through a majority of it. So far, this is the best song. Yes, yes, it is. Because when when it came out, I was like, I wonder what the whole album's like. And I put it I, on in my garage one day while I was fooling around on my motorcycle and. Uh, and there's some weird oh, yeah. tracks. Oh yeah, it's it's real it's real out there, a little eclectic, kind of strange. It's not your typical. It 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 has 80s elements. It has right. like the production and the synth sounds and things like that. But uh, I think it would fit in with a lot of indie alternative music that comes out uh, today. I mean, this song reminds me. I don't know if you've ever listened to uh, like Brandon Flowers, like some of yeah, his solo yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It has yeah, a similar feel, feel um, and her voice is amazing. But the song "Hounds of Love," I like that song. I've listened to several of these others. Some get very, very strange. So I can't say that I like all yeah, of them. But yeah, there's some that check are, it out that are strange musically and lyrically. Like sometimes right. I'm like, what? Yeah, are like you what is going about? on? Um, yeah, but uh, well, I, and, and then I looked up. I don't know if it's the official music video for the song. Yeah, because I it feels like they're in concert doing it. Have you watched? No, I have anything? not. I have not. It's it's kind of strange. For its own reason, they like the band together, except for the drummer who's obviously sitting down. But like the rest of the band and her, like do kind of almost this robotic, like walking towards the the crowd okay. camera, like okay. during the the course and stuff. It's it's very 
80s and interesting. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize this uh, until now, but there's a I really like Peter Gabriel a lot, and there's an album uh, by Peter Gabriel. Oh man, I think it's called So, and there's a song on there called Don't Give Up, and there's a female that sings on it, and it's Kate Bush. So I re- I recommend that song as well. But yeah, check it out. Let me know. Maybe you were maybe you're like a true Kate Bush fan. Maybe you've been a fan since this album came out. Email us and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about Stranger Things. I don't know if we should recommend Stranger Things because it does, especially this season, it, it, oh. it gets it gets a little on the the uh, gory side. Yeah. Oh, but, it's very yeah, very yeah. gory and and yeah. I I'll be a hundred percent honest because because, because this, have you finished it? I have. Okay. Yeah. Have. We finished it this uh, so, Sunday. Sunday. But night. I watched um, the first episode and took probably two weeks and and watched something else <laughs> took like two weeks because i didn't know if i was gonna finish it you're like i don't know if i can handle i was like this. i don't know if i can do this yeah. um it actually kind of it it really ramps up those first couple episodes and then it sort of tapers off a little bit in terms of like some of that initial is it that or is it that you get numb to maybe it? maybe <laughs> you get numb to it maybe because i was like is. i think i'm getting number as this goes oh <laughs> Which I don't know that that's good. But yeah, I typically don't do any kind of horror or any of that kind of thing. And really, I honestly blame Shades for all of the horror stuff I've ever seen in my adult life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So. Well, that's that's James' <laughs> album of the week. Uh, Hounds of Love, Kate Bush, 1985. All right. Nice. Brad is not here. So Pro- I'm going to hit this button. Do it. And I don't know what's going to happen after that. I love uh, the the 80s feel that Brad's theme has, you know? Yeah. It just definitely feels like it could have been on the... Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm at the skating rink. 80s right church. Yeah. <laughs> 80s church. Well, welcome to another episode or edition or whatever he says of Bradford's Book Club. Uh, but I'm subbing in for the one Bradford Brown and uh, I try to do a variety when I when I come on, and I don't know if this book is. See, here's the problem: we've we've reached the point now where we've done so many of these. I don't remember what's been recommended, right. what hasn't. He, he needs to keep a log. But anyway, That's true. But I'm really excited about the book that I'm recommending because while some people may assume this is just for like church history buffs, it's not. The book that I'm going to recommend is "The Bruised Reed" by Richard Sibbs. Uh, it's a part of the Puritan paperback series, and I just lost a whole bunch of people <laughs> as soon as I said that. <laughs> oh, because when people think Puritans, uh, they think legalistic, no fun. They think Scarlet Letter. Yes, you know, and, and like that's everybody's like popular conception of the Puritans. If that's your conception, I challenge you to read the Bruised Reed by Richard Sibbs. Um, he was known as the heavenly doctor Richard Sibbs um he he has a way of just beautifully applying scripture to the soul that's tired and worn out and hurting as as just a healing balm mm. so uh most of our listeners uh, especially if they go to shades are familiar with gentle and lowly yes so i would put this as like the historical gentle and lowly Wow! Like, okay. like the, uh, Sibs had a huge influence on Ortland, who wrote uh, *Gentle and Lily*. But just to 
to read from the back. This is uh, the good Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, for those who know uh, of him. He passed away a long time ago, but, uh, but he said this. And he said, I shall never cease to be grateful to Richard Sibbs, who was, who was balm to my soul at a period in my life when I was overworked and badly overtired, and therefore subject in an unusual manner to the onslaughts of the enemy. I found at that time that Richard Sibbs, who was known in London as the heavenly Dr. Sibbs, was an unfailing remedy. The bruised reed quieted, soothed, comfort, encouraged, and healed me. So high praise from the good Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones. Uh, the, the book itself is actually just the exposition and application of a very short passage in Isaiah, Isaiah 42, verses 1 through 3. And I'll just read the end of it. This, it's a prophetic description of Christ. And uh, at the end of it, it says, A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. And then Sibs writes 128 pages on that. Um, wow. <laughs> well, and that's what, I mean, th that's what the Puritans are known for, right, is they'll take uh, a single verse and they'll just turn it over and over. Sure. Or, or you can think of it as like squeezing like a grape until they get every last little bit of juice out of that thing. And that's one of the reasons that people will sometimes pass over the Puritans. It's like, oh, my goodness, they're just so verbose and wordy and pedantic. Right. But this is this is in the preface. Um uh, and I, for, I think Lloyd-Jones wrote the preface. I don't remember. But it says, Sibs never wastes the student's time. And that's true. Like in his turning over again and again of this uh, verse, he just continually like draws truth from it that he then applies to your soul. And, and Sibs is also known as a great introduction to the Puritans. So if you've never read any Puritans and you're kind of intimidated or whatever, I just, I cannot recommend uh, this book highly enough. It, I, I read it while I was in seminary and I was tired and I was feeling worn out and all of that. And it really is um, just medicine for the, the weary heart. And I know that, I mean, we live in a time where weariness, anxiety, all that, all of those things are off the charts. And Sibs is still timely, timely medicine. So, The Bruised Read by Richard Sibs. Check it out. I dare all of the Shades Midweek audience to go out into the world and find a podcast that includes, in a single episode, <laughs> Stranger Things Episode 4, a Kate Bush album, followed up by a book from the Puritans. I, I dare you... To find it's not you're not gonna challenge this is this is what this podcast is all about. It's what it is. Well it's what we're here for. Like you mentioned earlier, Jonathan, you know, as as we are into the month of August now, uh, people are shopping, they're they're getting their back to school, you know, shoes, book bags, lunch boxes, pencils, glue, crayons, all these things. All the things. Back to school supplies, and we are headed out of the summer into the beginning of the school year. And so we thought it would be cool just to, to have a lighter episode today that really where we just catch up. I mean, yeah. I, I have barely seen you the month of July, <laughs> to be honest. It's true. I mean, Brad's gone. Um, and Brad and I have, even though we've been working together through the month of July, I mean, we've missed each other a ton. I had a couple of vacations that I went on. And so we thought we'd catch up, see – Kind of talk about the greatest hits of the summer. What was our the favorite things that we've done, and then we may we may call up some people, some friends of Shades Midweek, yeah. and, and uh, see see what they were up to that, over the summer. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. So, 
How you want to get this party started? Well, let's just start with you, man. Um, what what uh, what have you been doing this summer? Uh, you've been pretty busy, so why don't you just share with everyone what's been going on? Yeah. <coughs> um. Well, I mean, I feel like anytime someone asks me what's going on, I'm like, I have five children. Um, and that's, right. That's what's going on. Um, but so so one of the things that happened this summer was we let each of the kids choose uh, a camp that they wanted to do. That's uh, fun. Like kind of kind of like a, a day camp kind of thing. And man, my children really span the gamut. So uh we had Karis chose to go spend time with her grandparents. Oh, like, that's like sweet. Like grandparent camp. That's so she did a sweet. week at Holly's parents' house and a week at my parents' house. Um and then none of the other kids chose that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then um Levi, uh, he actually he he kind of got to cheat and do like two camps. Uh, the one he chose was Taekwondo. They do a rapid advancement camp during the summer. Okay. So he did that, and he's now a higher rank in Taekwondo than the rest of the family. Oh my goodness. Um, but uh, but he got to cheat because one of the things I did was preach a youth camp. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But he got to tag along for that. Um, That's awesome. So uh, Talitha chose cooking camp, which I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> Um, it happened at uh, a Publix, but not like in the pub. Like this Publix, I think it's out on two eighty. Holly took her, but uh, it like has a facility behind it, and it's like a cooking school. Um, and they did this summer camp for different kids' ages, and she would bring home food she cooked every day, and we were eating it up. So that was it was fun. Uh, Asher did a uh, a baseball camp. And uh, Solomon's uh, four, so he has no rights yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Solomon did camp mom all yes. summer long, mm. which is the only camp he cares about. <laughs> so yeah, so that's kind of what the the kids did, and then um, us. I, I mean, the easiest thing to do is really to just tell you about the last uh, three weeks, because sure. other than the kids doing stuff, June was kind of normal, right? Um, right. But July. We were gone a ton, and it may not have looked that way to a lot of people at Shades because we were actually in town yeah. every weekend. Yeah, I mean, you were here at church yeah. every Sunday. Yeah, so we just yeah, so we just came because I mean, what what are we gonna do? Sit at home and watch it on YouTube? Right. No, I want to be here. Um, and so, uh, so I and I, I truly mean that. Um, that there's nowhere else we'd rather be. So, um. So, yeah, so it probably looked to some people like we never left. Um, why isn't Jonathan preaching? <laughs> well, it's because I wasn't here at all during the weeks. Um, so I had three weeks in a row uh, where I was gone Monday through Friday. The first one was the summer camp that I mentioned. Um, and so I preached eight times at this summer camp. <sighs> so wow. I didn't preach at all at Shades wow. during the month of July and still preached more than I normally would. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so a friend of mine, we worked in ministry together in South Georgia, and he's an elder at a church uh, there still and leads their youth ministry. And this is the second year that uh, he's asked me to come and be the speaker for that camp. They've done it on a campground in Covington, Georgia, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, like I said, it's 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 like sixth to twelfth grade, and so Levi, having just completed sixth grade, was able to come. That's awesome. Karis didn't want to come. Oh. <laughs> Stay with but, the grandparents. <laughs> right, right, right. But so so Levi went with me, so that was fun. And yeah, I preached every morning, every night, and we sweated a bunch and went down something they claimed was a slip and slide, but it it 
dude, it was a water slide. Okay. It was massive. Oh, okay, okay. I have video I can show you later. It it was nuts. Um, but yeah, did all the summer camp things. You know, yep. yep. Played the games, got right. dirty, ate camp food. Gotta sl- love it. Slept on a bunk bed. Oh, did did all the things. Yep. So, so yeah. So we did that, and then I, we came home. Uh, that Friday evening, we're at church on Sunday, and then we left for Mentone, Alabama. Um, my family and I went on a week vacation the very next week, and uh, we went up to Mentone just because something close. Mentone's like our go-to close place. Yeah, it's like it what an hour and a half, hour twenty, something yeah, like that yeah, drive. And, yeah, it would depend on where you. I think it's about yeah. two. Okay, um, okay, okay. But. Uh, but yeah, and if you don't know where Mintone is, it's this little bitty place up right around Fort Payne. Fort Payne would be the big city, right. which is also little. Uh, but Fort Payne has a cool, like, old downtown area. Um, Home of Alabama. Yes, the band. The band. Yes. Uh, they have a museum yes. dedicated <laughs> to Alabama, the band. Yes. I've never been in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm like, man, talk about specific museums. Right. Um. But uh, it's just a really pretty area. DeSoto State Park is up there. Little River Canyon is up there. Yes, there really is a canyon in Alabama. Um, And it's got a drive around the rim of it. And you can uh, stop at a lot of different little lookout points. There's several really beautiful waterfalls up there you can hike to. We went swimming one day near one of those waterfalls and, and really just chilled. We played croquet and cornhole and made s'mores and we just did a really chill kind of thing yeah that's awesome you know so so that was good and holly's parents joined us for part of that too and so that's always fun because it means that holly and i don't have to be the only ones keeping up with those right. five kids yeah it's a lot oh so yeah so we did that and then actually the next week we were here but I actually took another week of vacation just because the amount of vacation days that I have, like I'd kind of looked at the rest of the year and I knew where everything was going. And I was like, right. well, I kind of have another week I could use and I don't really have anywhere to use it. So I may as well use it while the kids are out of school. Yeah. So went on, went ahead and used it. And so we just chilled and hung out, did kind of our normal stuff. But I was like, you know, uh, not working. Right. <laughs> And um, and then all of that ended uh, with a wedding. So I officiated a wedding last weekend, uh, which I'll tell the story of really quickly because uh, that was an epic ending to my vacation. Um, and so it ended with that and with a concert. But I'm going to hold off on talking about sure. the concert. So um, so the wedding. Uh, so Keller uh, Lavorn, some of uh, a, a lot of people in our body will know she's uh, her older sister Ryland uh, went to Shades throughout her college days. Keller went to Shades throughout all of her college days, and Keller got engaged uh, to a young man named Hudson from uh, he. I, I think he's from Atlanta. He he's been living in Atlanta, um, but and I did their premarital counseling and their wedding was this past weekend and they are. On their honeymoon and moving to Denver, Colorado. As soon as so they get many back. people have been moving to Denver. Right I don't now. know what's going on with Denver, man. Colorado Springs, Denver, like any, just Colorado in general. It's Everybody's just the legalized weed. That's what, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Shades is the only place I can make right, weed, right. weed jokes. Um, 
And and at one point, I do remember thinking I was making too many weed jokes, but it's been a while, so so right. that one will get to slide. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so um, so the wedding was out at this place called Rockhurst Farms, uh, which is out your parents' way. Yeah. Like out I think I've played. I think I've played at that venue before. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I I thought I had been there. I never had. Um. Really beautiful, and there is an on-site chapel. But most of the weddings are outdoors, and the chapel's kind of like backup location in case of rain kind of thing, right? Uh, There's a big covered, it's open, but a big covered area, but that's kind of the reception thing, okay? So uh, we do the rehearsal on Friday. Rehearsal's great. I get out there on Saturday, and as I'm driving out there, I don't know if anybody remembers Saturday, but it rained off and on all day Mm -hmm. Saturday, scattered scattered thunderstorms. And it rained off and on on me, and when I arrived there, it was actively raining. And, like, all the chairs are set up, and everything's set Mm -hmm. up, like, out in the open. Musicians, everything. And I'm like, all right, so are we still planning on doing this outside, or are we going to move to the chapel? And everybody, all the guests that have arrived, everybody is in the chapel right now. So I go up to the chapel. Wedding planner says, we think the rain's going to pass, and we're still going to do this thing outside. I'm trying to not make this too long. Ten minutes before the ceremony starts, the rain stops. And we're all like, oh, awesome. Yeah. So all of the guests go out and sit down in the chairs, um, and the parents begin to get seated, uh, grandparents, parents, and that kind of thing. And me and the groomsmen, we were supposed to leave the chapel. Well, we did. We left the chapel, and we went and basically stood by this tree off to the side, waiting for our time to, to enter. And as we make our way to that tree, like, it starts drizzling. And I've got my umbrella. And so I go on and get out my umbrella and open it up, which I learned through this process is not a very good umbrella. But I open it up. It's drizzling on it on us. And, and then... Uh, the bridesmaids start to come out of the chapel and get ready to go. And that's our signal to walk towards the front. So we walk towards the front, and as we are lining up, it starts raining harder and harder. And then the bridesmaids start coming down. Uh And, dude, by the time the bridesmaids hit the aisle, the actual aisle, it is raining. Like, just legit raining. And I'm kind of, like, looking at the groom, and he's laughing. Um... (laughs) And I've got my umbrella. I'm like, you can come under this with me if you want. Um, and at this point, I, I don't know what we're going to do, um, but I've got my Bible with me. And as as John Mark and the listeners of Shades Midweek know, I've got a little bit of a Bible buying problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, my Bible's a really nice Bible. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> the right. Did so you I, have a backup Bible? <laughs> no, I, t- I, took, I took my notes out of my Bible and shoved my Bible under my armpit under my jacket. Oh, no. So I'm holding... That, if you can imagine, like a chicken wing, my arm like squeezed against me with the umbrella in that hand, and then I've just got floppy paper notes in my right hand. Oh, my goodness. Here comes the bride down the center aisle with her dad, and they've got an umbrella, but it's like this clear, cutesy little umbrella that is not designed to keep rain off you at all. It's designed to look cute. Oh, no. (laughs) And it is pouring at this point. Pouring. Everybody in the in the congregation has umbrellas out. Uh, all of them. It it look. This is gonna sound bad. 
but uh, I know it, what you're gonna say. It looked like a funeral <laughs> because it's it's like a stereotypical scene in yeah, a well, in a movie. And most people have black umbrellas. Yeah, probably, in, in so a movie typically. they always make it raining at a funeral, and right. and you've got this image of everybody standing out there with their umbrellas and all that. And so that's the only image that came to mind. And uh, but she walks down the aisle, and she is beaming, dude. I mean, just huge smile on Keller's face. And as she arrives at the front, <coughs> I look at her, and before I tell everybody to sit down, I say very quietly, not that anybody could have heard me, it's pouring rain. Right. But I say, are we doing this, or are we going to the chapel? Because, because it was kind of at that moment where it's like, okay, if we're going to stay through what's happening right now, we're not leaving through anything. Yeah. And and I will say, at various points, there was lightning and significant thunder. Wow. <laughs> Um, but she goes, she looks at me and she's like, let's do this. And Amazing. so I told everybody to be seated and we proceeded with the ceremony. I mean, I cut as much as I could and went as fast as I could. But man, just a few things. I mean, it poured through the whole thing. And for 90% of it, she nor the groom were under an umbrella. I mean, they were drenched. Um, and my my notes are like, flopping and sagging just because of the humidity and they're getting hit by droplets because my umbrella stinks and there's actually rain coming through it at different points and the ink on my notes just starts to bleed and, and pages are of stuck course. together and, oh. and I'm just I'm like oh my goodness and 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 when we got to the vows uh, they had handwritten their vows I had them in my pocket so I have to take them out of my pocket and hand them to them and Dude, Hudson's trying to read his vows, and oh I'm just watching goodness, the ink run down uh-uh. the page. And so I like lean forward and put the umbrella over them, but but they read their vows. Nobody can hear anything. I don't think anybody but the three of us. I'm shouting to try and make it where people can hear. Nobody but the front two rows can see anything because everybody else behind that's just looking at umbrellas. Oh um, and then uh, then we get to uh, the rings, and. Remember, I got an umbrella on one hand, so I literally put my notes in my mouth and turned to the best man and went, can I have the ring, please? <laughs> and he hands me the rings. We do that whole thing. Um, and then they took communion. Well, the communion table has been just poured on. The bread, dude, oh. is so soggy. And the communion cup, <laughs> the, the wine or grape juice or whatever it was, is like, pink because it's so watered down it's like filled to the brim with rainwater and and anyway but dude like i i don't know how to explain it but it was just beautiful That's i cannot cool. wait to see the pictures yeah i was gonna say like, if there's if they have a really good photographer then, yeah then it should be some pretty epic pictures the uh i i mean just you'd have to know keller and just know hudson and their personality like it just worked for them, like I know, for most people, it would be like, "Oh my goodness, everything's like, everything's ruined,", ruined yeah. yada yada. But for them, it was like, it was perfect. And I mean, I left not too long after that to get to the concert. We'll talk about in a minute. But I mean, at the time I'm leaving, I'm watching uh, people on the dance floor in the pouring rain. Like it was pretty epic. Right. right. So, um, so yeah. So that's how. How my last couple of weeks ended. Wow. Um, so, yeah, wow. it's it's been a summer, man. But I, I've been out of routine for several weeks, but trying to get back in the flow of it. Uh, preaching this Sunday, Lord willing. Um, I'm so excited about that. I, I Man, I've loved 
uh, just getting to be here on Sundays and sit and be a part of the congregation. I've been so blessed uh, by the word that's been brought by uh, Brad and Grant and Jeff and uh, Andy Squires this past week. I mean, really timely words just for for my own heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Blessed just getting to sit and uh, participate in worship uh, without, you know, kind of looking down to think like, okay, when do I do what or what do I have to do? Or, and so, yeah, it's been, yeah. it's been a real gift. So that's, uh, but I, but I'm excited to jump back into the, the mix of everything, including Shades Midweek. Right. A hundred percent. Well, that uh, great, great summer packed with lots of fun things. That's, that sounds great, man. That's awesome. That's what you want. Well, dude, what about, what about the, the world traveling <laughs> Multi-platinum recording artist DeRose. <laughs> what about I them? Wish. What have they been doing? Well, we did have a busy summer as well. I'll tell you, it actually started off with me and John Ball actually getting to go to a concert, just the two of us, Memorial Day weekend, for his birthday. We went to see Sigur Rose play in oh. Nashville, Tennessee, oh. at the Ryman. Ah! And I had never seen Sigur Rose before. I can't remember if John that's saw like, them when they came to Birmingham. That's like a trifecta. Yeah, so it was uh, it was incredible. So we got to go for his birthday. It was awesome. awesome. We drove up. We actually – so Nashville has changed a lot. And real quick story, I'm not going to go long on this at all, but we forgot where we parked. Um, so what happened was – with today's technology, how is this possible? I'll tell you how it's possible. My phone is scary. <laughs> Sometimes my phone remembers where I parked. I know, and I thought... Without it, me asking. I thought my phone was going to do this. John drove. Uh, we went and got something to eat first. Then we went into downtown Nashville where near where the Ryman is, which is close to Broadway, which is like a real busy right, area Right, like the Nashville. Strip. It's like the Strip. It's like... All the bachelorette parties. It's like real touristy. <laughs> just it's just bar after bar. Yeah, Cow, cowboy bar, bar after. after bar. Yeah. So we go and there's a, there are just parking decks everywhere now. There's just parking decks okay. everywhere, and that's really only where you can find parking. Like you got to pay for a parking in a deck unless you somehow get lucky on the street. Pay for parking? Yeah. Travesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Inside yeah. joke. But yeah, so we were so excited that when we walked out of this particular deck, we kind of lost where we were because <laughs> we were like, "Oh, let's go down to like let's go down to this place real quick or let's hurry up and get to the doors." Totally didn't even pay attention. Show ends. It was amazing. Dude, we sp- it we it took us 45 minutes. <laughs> and the only thing I remember when we left was I remember there being a sign on the parking deck that says the gates close at midnight. Oh. And so it's like 1145. Oh. And I start to really freak out because I'm like, John. You're we're, driving. We're, were not, y'all driving we back? We had to drive back. I had to lead worship oh. the next morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I led worship that Sunday. I well, got home at like, uh, John I got home Mark, like 2.30 in the morning and John led Mark's worship. John not here because he's wandering around <laughs> Nashville still looking for a car. So we f- we we did. It, what's funny is we found the parking, and it was literally this one that I kept telling John, John, I think it's this one, and he was like, I don't think it's that one, and I told him that from the beginning. <laughs> but we checked all these other decks, <laughs> like at least five other decks, 
until we found the one. So that was that was funny. Um, but yeah, we had so other than that, let's see, getting into June, we had grandparents in and out visiting. Uh, and actually, uh, Ashley's dad came and visited one week, and that allowed Ashley and I to go away to get a vacation by ourselves. Uh-huh. And I can't remember. I think the last time we vacationed by ourselves for more than one night was maybe. I think it was during 2020. I think during yeah. COVID, we went to like Chattanooga for like a yeah. two night thing or something. So Man. we got to no children. We went to the beach. We found a little airstream, like a cheap airstream, and it was amazing. And yeah, uh, those are awesome, awesome. I highly recommend if you're married with kids. I highly recommend at least once a year, even if it's only for two nights, like yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. That's actually how Holly and I discovered Mintone. Was sure. it became our we only have two nights for just us. Let's yep. go grab an Airbnb. Oh, look at this little little place. But I do have to say this about uh, uh, so John, Mark, and Ashley are beach people. We are, and I had Big never beach, beach people. <laughs> I had never heard this word until I heard it from your wife. <laughs> she used this word to describe how y'all do the beach. She said y'all are ploppers. We are ploppers. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know what a plopper is, imagine, uh, well, here's what I'll say. Imagine like a giant whale or something, and the whale just plops down on the beach and doesn't move (laughs) all day. That's what we are. That's what you do. Yeah, we just just hang out. We just go get our setup, umbrella, whatever we need, our books. Well, in this case, you know, we didn't have to watch kids or play with children. Right, right, right. Um, or make sure they're not drowning in the ocean or right. doing something they're not supposed to do. Um, so we just read books and listened to music and hung out That's and awesome. took our time. And it was amazing. So it was a really good trip. Then uh, Ashley and I went to see Robert Plant and Allison Krauss in concert. What? In Atlanta. And here's what happened. This uh, this actually mirrors uh, your wedding story a okay. little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, we time it out perfectly. We uh, time it out so that when we show up to the venue, we've already missed the opener. So when we get to our seats, it's going to be time for Robert Plant to S- cross. Sorry, you, openers. Signs you know you're getting old. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to have to sit. And it was hot that day, too, man. It was hot. And it was outside, outdoor venue. I was like, I do not want to sit in the sun. So we're just going to wait. <clears throat> Dude, we get there five minutes before we get to our seats. Robert Plant and Allison Krauss come out. This is something that uh, I bought tickets for this last year in December wow. for Christmas. And I've seen Robert Plant before, but not with Allison Krauss. About two to three songs in, I start to see these ominous dark clouds approach what? the venue. This is in Atlanta? This is in Atlanta. What, what was uh, the venue? It's, it's at Chastain Park. Okay. It's called Cadence Bank Amphitheater. Okay. So it's actually a smaller amphitheater. Uh, but it's a good size for them. Anywho, we're outside. I start to see these dark clouds approach. But I'm looking at the radar, and I'm like, I think it's going to pass us. I think we're good. I don't see anything. And then lightning starts to happen, which is never good when you have tons of electric equipment out there. And after their fourth song, dude, uh, they somebody gets out on the PA, and they say, everyone needs to go shelter in their car. There's going to be a storm coming through. We'll let you know when we're ready to start back up again. And I'm thinking, it, they're not going to start back. This is not going to happen. Sure enough, the rain starts to fall. We wait maybe 
30 to 45 minutes. We are just, we have no umbrellas, no ponchos, completely drenched. (laughs) We're with some friends. They're completely drenched. I mean, just water inside shoes. Oh, yeah. But you You know what I mean? Yeah, you reach a point where you just have to accept it. You accept it because in that moment, we're like, well, maybe the rain will pass. And it it just doesn't. (laughs) It's like a flash flood, like type of rain. Yeah. So we ended up leaving. They had to reschedule the concert, and I don't think we're going to get to go. No. So we missed out on that. So have that, you ever have you ever done a concert in the rain? Like been in the rain? Like for okay, a show? Let me think about this for a minute. I I, I, I I really don't think I not like a concert that actually kept going. I I have once. Maybe. Um, well, I was trying to think. I was I, at I was at a Judah yeah. and the Lion show. Okay. Okay. Um. At Samford, actually, it was like their big back to school, like your city, your school kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I remember having Levi as uh, uh, he was a little boy and he was on my shoulders and we were just dancing around in the rain. And they they performed as long as they could. They did eventually have to stop, but they performed for as long as they could and did yeah. did a couple of songs in the rain. And it was yeah. it was pretty epic. But dude, that stinks. Yep. In July, we went to Ashley's mom's house in Wisconsin, so made the drive up there, had a great time with the kiddos, getting to see family. What's what's the temperature like in Wisconsin in July? Uh, it's not bad. It's like 80s. Like It yeah. tops off in the 80s, and it can get a little humid, but it's nothing like here yeah. where you, you, you have like heat advisories mm. and over 100-degree heat index. Must be nice. Yeah. So we went out on the lake one day, had, some go- had a good time. Ashley and I... This was my summer of concerts, and so Ashley and I went to see Dave Matthews' band. I've talked about it on the podcast already. Tanisha hates this. She hates Dave Matthews' band. <laughs> she wrote in and says she doesn't like them. But uh, Tanisha, you should know by now that anytime you tell us you don't like something, we're just going to talk about it We're just going to keep bringing it up. All the time. <laughs> yeah, so we went to see Dave Matthews' band. It was my first time to see them. We loved it so much. They played twice at the same venue, 20 minutes from Ashley's house. We went back the second night. So we got to do that. It was amazing. Yeah, I listened to the Shades Midweek episode where y'all talked about this. And y'all referenced the fact that I would be upset. Yes. That y'all talked about it without me. Yes. And I was. (laughs) Yeah, because you've seen them how many times? Not not a ton. I've, I've only seen them twice. Okay, um, but yeah. the second show I saw was a really cool one. Um, I mean, both shows were great. Uh, it was here. They played at Oak Mountain, Oak Mountain mm-hmm. and uh, and it was just Dave. There was no opener. Um, so right. Dave and Tim Reynolds did an acoustic. They were like their own opener. They did an acoustic set, took a ten minute break, and came back and did full band, full show. Wow. I mean, it was like it was like three hours of wow, Dave dude. that night. And I, I became a Dave fan in kind of late high school. My senior year, I was at the height of my Dave fandom, which was when the Busted Stuff album release yeah. that you mentioned. Yep. I here's let me date myself. <laughs> I was at Walmart at midnight. To buy the Busted Stuff album when it released. I love it. That's that's what I was doing. People don't do that anymore. They don't. They it's don't, sad. man. And uh, and yeah, that's that's what I was doing. So yeah, I loved. I loved. And it was because I was really learning to play guitar at the time. And Dave was kind of like, when, when you get beyond just playing chords, he was this really yeah. cool kind of like introduction to uh, cooler things to do on an yes. acoustic guitar. You yes. Know? And so, yeah. Well, the second the second song they played the first night we saw them was "Grace Is Gone," which is off of Bust and uh, Stuff, and they did an extended jam, so that, that was like a thirteen minute long song. Right. 
No, yeah. dude, it was it was incredible. I I definitely got I have the Dave bug right now. So right. well, what's uh, man? I'll share it with you. I'll do a listening okay. party. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> listener supported is my favorite Dave album that the, yeah, the, the live, live album. album but i mean dude busted stuff was i mean there's so many that are great even every day yeah which was an album that a lot of traditional dave fans including myself were not big fans of when it came yeah. out because it was electric yeah it grew on me over the years yeah. um i've liked his individual mm-hmm. uh stuff that he's released a little bit here and there um so yeah, i've learned a lot about the history because I was not a huge Dave fan, but I've I've did I've done my deep dive, and so I know all about the Lily White sessions yeah, yeah. and how they had this record, and then it got leaked on the internet, and all the Dave fans loved it, and then they all, like you said, had trouble with Every Day it being more poppier, and yeah. you know the the guy that produced Every Day is the the producer that worked with Alanis Morissette on her first record Jagged Little Pill. So he's like a pop music like hit hit right. songwriter, you know. And so I know that a lot of people weren't didn't really like that and then Busted Stuff came out which was basically re-recorded versions of the Lily White sessions. Right. This is this is like all stuff that was new to me in like yeah. the last 2 months. Dude, I've got in in your deep diving, I've got two YouTube and videos. And we're just boring everyone. Sorry, <laughs> boring everyone to death. I've got two YouTube videos for you. One is go find man this was early early dave there is a youtube video of him playing a show in a blockbuster video no way yes and it is amazing that's um but then the other thing i would highly recommend is he did a show during lockdown during covid lockdown oh yeah i think i've seen a few of those clips I, i watched a lot of it live um, but it was it's just him mm-hmm. uh, by himself, and that was a that was a really it was like a return to some of the when he did a ton of those acoustic shows yeah. with Tim Reynolds and stuff. Yeah. And so it's really cool. Yeah, but I dude, I love their last record. Like I know that fans, especially diehard fans, are split on some of I guess their later material because they do use a lot more electric guitar. I mean, t- Tim Reynolds is basically in the band now. He's like their oh, electric, sure. electric guitar player yeah. and he's incredible. So I know that there's like split reaction right. to like some of their newer music, but I actually, I love it. Well, and then after, after their saxophonist died in an ATV accident, right. they didn't, they didn't replace him with another saxophone. They basically took on a horn section. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, there's very little of their music that I am like not a fan of. There's definitely stuff that I like more than others. The yeah. album I am the least familiar with is the American Baby album. Uh, are you talking about Stand Up? Yes, that's yeah. the name of the album. But the yeah. single was like American mm-hmm. Baby or something yeah. like that. Uh, that's the one I'm the least familiar with. Yeah. But uh, there's a few so- like they played some of those songs live, yeah. and I wasn't really familiar with those. But I've went back. I, I do like those songs now. Now that I've really listened to them a few times. Well, and and even if you don't, if you don't like Dave's voice, if you don't like you know whatever, Carter Beaufort, their drummer, is one of the most amazing drummers on the planet. Yeah, man. Uh, so we're gonna start a Dave Matthews podcast. <laughs> JM's looking at me that's, like you have to stop. That's actually our about announcement this. for this summer. Is oh. we're starting a new podcast this fall. Okay, I'll be quiet now. Let's Dave move Matthews on. Band. Let's move on. I mean, I could keep going, but everyone <laughs> is is done with this uh, by now. Tanisha's been skipping for a while, <laughs> trying She's to find like, where we stopped talking right, about it. Right. Uh, so yeah, so we went and saw them. We were up in Wisconsin, came back, and really we had another quick little beach trip. 
with some friends of ours that had a family uh, townhouse in Orange Beach. So we took the kids to that, and they had some kids to play with on that trip. Had a good time. It was my first time to go to a beach in Alabama. I'd never been to an Alabama beach well, there before you go. Uh, this summer. So we, we did that, and it kind of culminated – the summer culminated with uh, this concert that we had at Shades. Yeah. Um, are we ready to talk about well, that? I'm a ready bit? to do it. I'm ready to do so it. So, if you missed out, um, man, I mean, it was pretty awesome. I guess there's a period of time where there were a lot of shows that used to happen in the history of Shades Valley Community Church. Yes. I think some of those may have been more Christian hardcore bands and things like that. But there's been, a, like, Phil Kagey's played here before, which is crazy. Um, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> you know, I sometimes forget that. I'm like, that was real early on when right. I first started coming to Shades. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's definitely a history there, but we just haven't done it in a while. And, you know, it's tough to pull off like a concert when you, you start dealing with like volunteers and parking, ticketing. How do you sell tickets? How do you, how do you pay the artists? Yeah, financial right. stuff. Um, you know, hotels, lodging, things like that. All of that that goes into it, all the audio stuff that goes into it as well. But, um, yeah, so basically, you know, my friend Adam, and we've talked about this on the show before, but my buddy Adam uh, had been in contact with Andy Squires for a while when Andy announced on his Instagram that he wanted to tour. Adam reached out to him, told him he should come to Birmingham. Andy said, absolutely, who do I need to talk to? Adam then proceeds to call me and says, hey, Andy's interested. You know, what do you think? I think he was like, I think Shades should open up. Uh, the show, and I said, well, let's just do it at Shades Valley. It's uh, the best venue to do it in, um, and we'll sell some tickets and see who shows up. And, man, it was just it was a whirlwind of a weekend. It was super busy. I mean, I was here with me and Matt Watson. I mean, Matt just uh, just dedicated so much time. Matt Watson, everybody. I don't know if he listens to Midweek or not, so if he doesn't, someone tell him we gave him a shout-out. On midweek, man, he killed it, dude. He he showed up at like nine a.m. on Saturday, ran lines to the floor from the stage. We cleared the stage completely. We added speakers. It looked good. Uh, yeah, the, dude. I mean, the room had a cool vibe. Yeah. Um, and and just fr- from my perspective, so uh, you you were kind of in and out, and you had the wedding that same day. Yeah, I I, I had just arrived from getting poured on, um, <laughs> and uh, and shades, uh. Not the church, but the uh, music collective, <laughs> yes. worship collective, uh, that's comprised primarily of uh, John Mark, John Ball, and Jeremy Moore, and then Ashley, yeah. who sings on the album, was yeah. also with y'all. Uh, they opened uh, for Andy, so I got to uh, experience that. Um, first time for y'all playing those songs live, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, we, you know, we did that. EP release a few years ago. Right, right. So we played some of those songs, but this was this was the first time where we were able to post album release. We were able to come up with some alternative arrangements instrumentally and play these songs for people, you know, when I'm not sometimes playing them on a Sunday morning. Right. Man, and so and y'all just did such a great job at that too because like the songs felt like the album to me but done in a way that's like, oh, that's a perfect acoustic style arrangement for this smaller kind of venue and band and all that. I just thought it was a fantastic uh, adaptation of all those things. I mean, and again, shout out to Matt Watson. I mean, it just sounded phenomenal. It did. uh, In the room. It felt so good. And, 
you know, when, when I was talking with Andy, you know, we didn't, I had never met Andy until that day. Right. We had just talked on the phone. And uh, so when he showed up, he was real happy to see that we weren't just doing a straight acoustic set because he really wanted some contrast between what we were doing and what he was doing because he was right. solo and he played all of his songs, solo acoustic guitar, very much in the folk Right. style folk yeah. tradition lots of finger picking of course he he read some of his essays and Dude, when he started playing first thing i did was i leaned over to holly and was like that martin sounds so good well yeah and and not you know uh his voice was i gotta say man it was so good live yeah he was so good live and he he didn't sing exactly like he does on poet priest because i think that was an intentional decision that they made production wise for him to sing in that way so if you're if if you're a listener you've heard us talk about poet priest before if you've tried to listen to that album and it's been hard for you to get past some of the vocal styling of it live it was just it was a whole nother you know thing. yeah yeah it, it whole, was, whole it was incredible thing. yeah well the album accentuates the low-end register of his voice a lot more um, yeah but yeah i mean it was just it was just really, really great. I mean, he was great. Um, music was great. It was a chill night. And in some, like, I don't know any other way to describe the atmosphere other than worshipful. Yeah. But simultaneously, not any of the normal things that would make you think of. Like, right. like not congregational singing, not yeah. like a whole, like, but it was just this very, uh, yeah, it was just this really cool space. And, and and he was phenomenal, and and our hope is that that'll be the first of of many. You know, maybe mm -hmm. uh, maybe we'll get to see uh, a summer concert become like an annual yeah. tradition or something like that. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. You know, like I said, it's logistically it's always tricky to pull all the details off, but um, there are some other artists that we've just mentioned, just the three of us that we're we'd like to reach out to and try to get to come to Shades, and so hopefully. Uh, once a year, we can we can do something like that, and that way people from all over Birmingham can come and enjoy an artist that they wouldn't normally get to hear. I mean, Andy hadn't played here since 2021, and I think when he came, it was a small little house show. There was probably like six people there. Right. So to see over 100 people in this in this room was, was really good. It was really encouraging, I think, for him and for me, too. So it was a beautiful, beautiful night. Well, and then he joined us for worship on Sunday. He yeah. preached. Yeah. He preached on Sunday because, you know, Andy served as a pastor for many years and uh, uh, did a great job. And if you want to know just a little bit more of what he's like as a person, like that, that'd be great. Just go and listen to that that sermon. But uh, he talked with both of us, like, afterwards. And, I mean, he really, he and his family, it really sounded like they enjoyed their time uh, here at Shades. They were very kind and um, and complimentary and so yeah and I've got to say this is really funny he he tweeted he's been tweeting because his family after they left Birmingham they drove all the way out to California and because he's got some shows out there he's doing some other things and let me see if I can find this tweet real quick he they've been eating tacos since they've been out on the road so I think they hit the road maybe Wednesday of this past week and he tweeted out we drove from Charlotte, North Carolina to Santa Cruz, California, and this is our report on the state of tacos from coast to coast. Smyrna, Georgia, Taco Tees is the name of the restaurant, eight and a half out of ten. Pensacola, Florida, Tacos El Amigo, nine and a half out of ten. Jacksonville, Alabama, Heirloom Taco, five out of ten. 
Oh. Birmingham, Alabama, Taqueria El Heredura. I, I don't do you know where that is? Ten out of ten. Whoa, Birmingham represent. He even got tacos in Flagstaff, Arizona. Six out of ten. He says, at all but one of these spots, I ordered three tw- types. One, uh, I think that's, I think it's cow tongue. You're on your own. I think it's cow tongue is what that is. Uh, one carnitas and one campuchanos. Campuchanos? I'm butchering these. You're on your own. I'm leaving I'm you out to dry, man. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> he said, I cannot emphasize enough how good the Birmingham spot and the Pensacola spot were. Birmingham was in a metal shed out at the regional farmer's market. So I looked up the place because I've never been there. It's near the regional farmer's market. It's on Finley next to Nikki's West. Like I don't know okay. if you've been to that like famous restaurant, Nikki's West over there. But apparently that's where this taco place, I don't know where he heard about it. They got it on their way out on Sunday. I feel like you took me to Nikki's West. I, I didn't, I've never been to Nikki's West okay. with you. but Somebody took me there. I've yeah. only been there once, though. But yeah, he said. Okay, as well, I, now we've got to go to this. This we got to go get tacos, John yeah, Mark. We do. We need to go to this place. If anyone in Birmingham has been to this place, let us know. So I responded to Andy on Twitter and I said the taco scene in Birmingham is insane because he talked about that place, but we all have a love for uh, the blue truck over here, Los Valaderos, I believe. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. And then there's. <laughs> And then there's Gordo's, which is oh, not yeah, a taco is, truck, but it's like a little hole-in-the-wall street taco place. It may as well be a taco truck. But it's so good. And then there's uh, Dos Hermanos, which is another taco truck over here. On Valley. On Valley. Yeah, there's the, the, the blue one we were talking about is Los Valaderos. There, okay. And then there's that place over uh, in Avondale but that's really good. I mean, there's, there's places even more everywhere. there. I mean, because there, I, dr- I feel like I drive by like seven taco trucks on my way home. Yeah. Um, yeah. in different places that I've never tried. Um I yeah. think Birmingham may be the hidden taco truck like capital, capital. of the United States. I don't know. Email us with your favorite <laughs> taco place. We 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 here at Shades Midweek will go on a taco tour. Oh wow. For our lunches. I love this. Yes, let's go on a taco this is a tour great idea. and then do our own rating system. For Birmingham tacos. So tell us all the taco places we have like to this. go to. I like it, this. it may take us a hot minute, but but we will do this. Okay. I like this. Yeah, the Shades Midweek Taco Tour. I'm down. Birmingham. Let's make shirts. <laughs> well, what else do we want to talk about? Do we wanna we had we had talked about potentially calling people? Do we do we have time? Do uh, we, I don't know. How long it's have we been talking? How long have we been talking? I don't know. Right, we're calling Jeff Stallcup to ask him. What his favorite thing about summer 2022 was. Hello, Lady. Jeff. Hello, Jeff. This is John Mark on Shades Midweek. How's it going? Hey. You're you're being recorded right now. We're recording this week's episode of Shades Midweek. What are you doing right now? No, we are not. We, yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, we're recording an episode where we're just talking about our favorite things we did this summer, and we just wanted to know what... What is the the ep- most epic and favorite thing that Jeff Stallcup did this summer? Because because you've had like the whole summer off because you got a job at a school now. That's right, baby. Right <laughs> now I'm dusting. You're dusting. Yeah. Wow, that sounds awesome. That's not the most epic thing that I've done this summer. 
Do you really want to know what the most epic thing is? Yeah, yeah, tell us. We hit three national parks at the beginning of the summer. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Wow. Which, which, which ones? We did, um, we did, let's see, in West Virginia, we did New River Gorge. In Ohio, we did Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga, yeah. Yeah, and then um, in Indiana, we did Indiana Dunes. That's awesome. Which one was your fave? Um, Indiana Dunes, by far, it's amazing. That's that's good. Do you know how many national parks you've done? Twenty nine. Wow, dude, you're almost. Ha- in there like sixty? There's six. I think there's sixty three or sixty four now. Okay, we're almost halfway. Two of those. Those are are newer ones. Right. Right. That's yeah. That's awesome, man. What was your What was your favorite thing? Like, what made that park your favorite? Because it wasn't a hundred and ten degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like it was in the seventies during the day and the fifties at night. It was really nice, and we also went to Chicago, and I got Chicago got to try Chicago dogs and oh yeah, you did deep dish pizza and oh yeah, that was cool. so what's your verdict? Cool. Does ketchup belong on a hot dog or not? Um, I did not eat ketchup on the hot dog because I didn't want to be ridiculed by the people that were there. But I do like ketchup on a hot dog. Well, and, uh, well, I've told people this. I may have even told you this, Jeff, before. But ever since I went to Chicago and had a Chicago dog, I no longer eat hot dogs with ketchup anymore. No ketchup at all. You don't. Ever. No. I, I still put ketchup on my dog, Jeff. I don't. Okay. The, look, the best hot dog I've ever had was in the airport at German in Germany. Wow. I know how to do their yeah. franks. Wow. Yeah, they, they're they are so like crunchy, and they put fried onions on them, and just and of course that hot like that hot mustard. Oh, it's so good. I got to be honest, crunchy was never an adjective I thought I would use to describe my favorite hot dog. Maybe not, like when you bite in when you bite into yeah. it, they pop. The skin right. is hard. Right, right. I, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Hey, real quick, Jonathan's not as cultured as us. Right. <clears throat> We we've traveled abroad. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. Who else have y'all called? You're, you're the, the first. You're the first you one. Hey, and probably today will be the only one that you get. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Um, real quick, we were having a conversation about the best tacos in Birmingham because I'll tell you why. Uh, Andy Squires, when he was here in town, he went to a taco place out on Finley next to Nikki's West and they've been doing taco places in every city they've stopped at and he said it was 10 out of 10 it was the best tacos that he's had on this on his tour really yes i had Man, never i had never heard of it y'all didn't take him to the taco truck i told him about it and he didn't say anything and so they that must have been a place they saw on Yelp or something that they that they oh, went huh. to. What's your is that your would that be your favorite tacos in Birmingham? The uh the the taco For truck. Sure, yeah, that place is the best tacos. Okay, I think we're Period. gonna I think we're gonna do a Shades Midweek Taco Tour, and we're gonna go yeah. to like all the places that people send in, and we're gonna we're gonna rate rate them all. I, I mean, 
there, nothing can beat those tacos at the taco truck. You might as well just not go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you for answering our call, Jeffrey. All right. I love you guys. Love you too, brother. Love you. See you. All right. Bye. We're calling Tanisha Garnier. Hello? Hello? Yes. Tanisha Garnier, you are live on Shades Midweek. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I saw John Mark called, and I, I, I didn't know what it was. Oh, oh I know. I know. I was, totally about to, I was totally about to pick on him about the fact you answered my call, but not his. Typical. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I, I, I really don't like answering my phone, period, but... Uh, With two passes millennial. in a row, I thought it was an emergency. <laughs> well, it is. This is an emergency. Okay. Now, we were calling okay. to get your official uh, thoughts and review on the Andy Squires concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're not going to let this go. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. No. I'm just kidding. It's really, we're, we're joking. <laughs> no, we're doing a silly episode <laughs> where we've just kind of talked about fun stuff we've done over the summer. And so we decided to call a few people. And ask, what is oh. your favorite thing you have gotten to do this summer? I planted a garden, and I've been reaping the benefits of it recently. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. How's the yeah. bird watching going? Bird watching's going okay. I'm out of bird food right now. I need to go to the store and get some bird seed after gotcha. Ezra wakes we do up too. for a nap. Gotcha. Yeah. But you, you but. also were involved in... Uh, cranking back up uh some shades of motherhood stuff and so uh y'all yes. done a couple of things over the summer yeah so we did some play dates and some mom's nights out night night out night whatever <laughs> and uh yeah i got to meet a couple of new moms and new families so that was cool um what else me and Ezzy did some like summer reading challenges and oh, yeah. read over a hundred books this summer. Oh, whoa. And she now, got now, a lot of prizes. Now, wait, 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 wait. Are these a hundred of Ezzy's books or like yeah, a hundred okay, okay. like children's <laughs> books. Yes, yes, yes. That's still awesome. Anyways. Yes. So we did that. I feel like I'm forgetting something like super major. Do you have and a top recommendation like, from your children's book reading um i'm always in the market have, for a good children's book well we've been reading a lot of like nature-based science nonfiction, but yeah, it's yeah. like in a story narrative way sweet so that's been fun we read a book about the water cycle today awesome. and it was really cute oh that's awesome <laughs> um uh i'm more interesting than this hold on <laughs> I, huh, maybe I'm not. Favorite movie or music Favorite of the summer? Like or show? Movie or show? Or... <laughs> Y'all, it's so bad. I Okay, I have been listening to the Pod Meets World podcast, uh, Topanga and Sean and Eric from world has started a podcast and wow. do, do they is this podcast like commentary about the show yes they're doing like interviews with old uh cast members and then they're doing rewatches. so like they do two a week one is an interview with like an obscure cast member and then one is the review 
of the episode for that week. And so they are on like episode five or something. And it is just a very lovely revisiting of one of my childhood favorite shows. Um, There is just a podcast for everything now, you know? I mean, there really is. There really is. We're waiting on your podcast, Tanisha. I mean, that's the content we need. I have, I have things I could say. <laughs> I have them. Let, um, me, let me ask you this. This is kind of a new thing that's popped up in this show, but we, we are considering doing a Shades Midweek taco tour of Birmingham. And I am curious if, number one, do you like tacos? Number two, are, are there any, what's your favorite taco spot in Birmingham if you do like tacos? So y'all are going to talk about tacos every week? No, 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 no. no. We're going to we're going <laughs> to go we're going to go and try a bunch of taco places and then like rate them. Like what's the mm. best tacos in Birmingham? Okay, I got you, got you, got you. Well, I am fond of Gordos over yes. on Valley. Mm-hmm. That's yes. probably my favorite. And then the taco truck down on the other end of Valley. And like for, for me, my kind of guide is like, I'm sorry for everyone that loves Taco Mama, but like, I want like real tacos, not white people tacos. <laughs> uh, we're not. <laughs> you don't want sorority girl tacos. Wait a minute, we were just gonna go to Taco Mama and Taco Bell and call it a day. That's no. that's where that's where we were gonna go, Tanisha. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Someone else that might have strong taco opinions would be Adam Nichols. And Mika McBride. Well, thank you for answering. You're welcome. Talk to you later. All right. See you. All right. Bye. Bye. Cassidy Ashley, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing great. You are live on Shades Midweek with me and John Mark Darrow. Hello. Oh, wow. What is your favorite thing that you have done this summer? Let me think. My favorite thing that I've done this summer. Oh, I will say I went to three weddings in the month of June, so that was really fun. Wow. Very tiring, but very fun. I was um, about to say, I, I, but, I don't know if, if I had to go to three weddings. I don't know if I'd list it as fun. Oh, did you have to travel for these? Huh? Did you have to travel for them, or were they all here in Birmingham? Um, Let's see. One was in Mobile, so about four hours. One was near Montgomery, so just a couple and then one was here and basically in Birmingham. Gotcha. Um, Outdoor or indoor? Oh, man. You know what? They were all basically outdoor. I kind of <laughs> hold grudges against people who have outdoor weddings in Alabama in the summer. Yeah. Really? I'm just kidding. It's a, I mean, you know, I get it. It's, I think it's less expensive, but uh, it's probably less expensive because you don't have to pay for air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Did you uh did you go on any fun trips or anything like that? Um, not really. I'm trying to think. But most of the going to weddings took up most of my like uh vacation time for the summer. Uh what else did we do? We did go down to the beach a couple weeks ago, but just for a day or so. Oh, that's what which beach um, did you do? Gulf Shores. Yeah. So I'm from Fairhope, so it's like 45 minutes from Gulf Shores, so it's kind of the beach we go to right, every time. Right, right, right. So. 
classic Alabama. Love it. What What is your favorite thing to do at the beach? Um, that's a great question. John, Mark, no, and Ashley are self-identified ploppers. They go what and they that? plop down on the beach, and that's what they do. They just sit there mm. all day and hang out. Gotcha. Well, yeah. that makes sense. But I don't know. I'm not a huge beach person. Person seems like there's a lot of things at the beach that are meant to make you uncomfortable. The heat <laughs> and the sand and the salt water and like a millions of people. Um, but I do yeah. like looking for shells. That's always fun. You have to embrace it. It's about getting out of your comfort zone and feeling that, you know, there's something that I've really embraced about just the sand. It just gets all over you. It gets in our kids' mouths. It gets on their faces, in their hair. I mean, you have no idea how hard it is to get it out of their hair. But, you know, yeah. we just accept it as as a gift from God. <laughs> you know, he... You really help. He comes in when it's hard, when it's uncomfortable. That's yes. when God shows up. You yes. know? Oh, my word. So, oh, well, one last question for you because you, you did kind of hear at the end of your summer get to attend a concert of someone we know that you're oh, a, a yeah. fan of. So, how That's was true. the Andy Squires concert for you? It was awesome. Um, he, we, William and I commented on how he sounds even better in person um, somehow than he is yes. on his album a wonderful musician and then we had I don't know it's really fun to hear kind of the way he told a story through the songs that he chose to play mm. it was fun well I lied I do have one more question uh, okay. and, and that is we are, we are going to do a taco tour um, a Shades Midweek taco tour in which we go around a bunch yeah. of taco places and then we rate them to try and find the best tacos in Birmingham what is Ooh. a taco place you would say we should go to it has to be on the list Oh gosh, I'm not sure that I know a good the best taco place. There's always the taco truck that's like on Green Springs that it seems like everyone at Shades goes to. Yes, I, I think it's like already like a, a, a collective decision by everyone we've talked to that yeah. that's the best. <laughs> yeah. It definitely does. I mean, it's going to be probably the easiest to get to, and you probably already know where it is. <laughs> oh, we eat that. We eat at that taco truck all the time. Yeah. But, well, awesome. Well, thanks for answering and for letting us invade your day for a little bit. Yeah, no problem. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. If you're disappointed that we didn't call you, email us. Uh, right. Midweek at ShadesValley.org. Tell us what your favorite thing was that you did over the summer. Um, we, we would love to hear about it. All right, to kind of sum up before we sign off right here. Yeah. Um, we talked all about what we've done over the summer, but let's talk about a few things here at Shades coming up this fall. Just to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a preview. Yeah, a little bit of a preview. We we have a list somewhere. <laughs> I don't think I have it on me. Um, <clears throat> but the big thing coming up this month um, is that we've been partnering with an organization called Grace. That's a big acronym: Godly Response to Abuse in a Christian Environment. And they've been helping us to develop uh, policies for how to prevent abuse or respond to abuse if it occurs. Um, and just a fantastic organization. They've been doing leadership training with us. And towards the end of this month, on August the 20th, right? August 20th. Saturday, August 20th, they will be here to do a church-wide training. So everybody, all of Shades, whether you're a member, a tender, whatever, 
Uh, we really, really, really want you to come. We have the times, right? What's the What's the times? Is it from nine a.m. to twelve? That yeah, day? it's it's just morning. Just it's a just morning, morning session. Yes. Right. So I think it's going to be two sessions with kind of like a break right. in between. Right. Um. So yeah, come, please, please come and be here. Um. We want to, and this this is going to be focused primarily on like children's ministry related things. So how can we as a community do our absolute best to protect our children, um, to prevent abuse and Lord forbid, but if something like that were to occur, how do we respond mm. uh, biblically, legally, and in a way that uh, protects and honors the victim? Um, and so Grace has just been an incredible organization. So we really, really, really want everybody to to come out who who can. So so that's kind of the big thing coming up this month. But then right at the beginning of September, uh, am I missing something? Am I skipping over something? Well, basically, uh, September. Well, hold on. Um, we talked about. Do you should we talk about the Roots seminar? Oh yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a Roots seminar on September the seventh, seventh Wednesday, Wednesday night, night. Which, for those who don't know, that's our membership. Uh, uh like the first step towards membership. It's kind of like here, come learn all about shades and what we believe and what we do and all of those kinds of things. Um, so there have been lots of new people that have shown up at Shades over the course of this summer. And so if you're one of those new people, please come and join us. If you're a regular listener and you've met some of those new people, uh, share that information with them so that they can uh, know about it and come. But, but yeah, so that's going to happen Wednesday night, September the 7th. And then the Sunday after that. September 11th. Yes. The Sunday after that, um, we are going to have a picnic in the park. But it's going to be different than our normal picnic in the park. So normally, when we do a picnic in the park, it just means after service, everybody goes to their favorite restaurant, grabs food, or they brought their lunch with them, and they come over to Patriot Park, and we all hang out over there. The way this is going to be different is our mission team is actually going to be doing uh, making lunch in our new kitchen at Shades. This will be the... The kitchen's been used for a few small things, but this will be the first official use of the kitchen for something church-wide. So the mission team's going to prepare lunch. You don't even have to go to a restaurant. Um, You'll be able to just, right after service, grab that, and and it's a fundraiser uh, for them and the work that they're doing, um, our international missions team. Um, and they'll tell more about that on that Sunday. But you'll be able to grab that and head over to the park, and we are going to do uh, a cornhole tournament, which we did last year. So this is kind of becoming an annual thing. So we'll have a big cornhole tournament uh, over there as well. So that's September the 11th. Those are kind of our big September things. And then if we want to just mention briefly some October things, in early to mid-October, we have the return of the SVCC Women's Retreat. That's right. There has not, um, there's been some, some, they've done some women's events over the last few years, but due to COVID things in 2020 and 2021, the kind of big go away retreat was not able to happen. It is happening this year. We have dates, right? I don't know if we, well, if there is a date, I'm not aware of it. There is. There's totally a a date. It's like the second or third okay, weekend in October. It looks like it is. The dates are October 14th, 15th, and 16th. There you go. You heard it Friday, here. Friday, Saturday, 
and Sunday. And I do know, I do know it will be happening at Camp McDowell, the yes. uh, the location that they've done over over the years. So that is happening. And then, last thing we'll tell you about at the end of October, on Saturday, October the 29th, we have the return of the SVCC hoedown. Oh, sorry. I was going to hit applause. Well, that kind of works, too, because people are like, what return of? <laughs> if you've been at Shades for an extremely long time, then you know what we're talking about. But this happened so long ago, John Mark, nor I, nor Brad have ever even been to one. Yep. This is something that Shades used to do way back in the day, and we're bringing it back. Um, so, and, and we've got people that used to attend these things who are actually planning it. So um, it's kind of basically just like a big party. Uh, there's going to be like games and relay races and stuff for the kids. There's going to be food and kind of cookout bonfire time. And then there will be some square dancing, like legit square dancing. And it's going to happen at the same location uh, it used to happen at, which is the Rossers Farm. The Rossers used to attend Shades. And, and so it is a little bit of a drive. Because it's in Columbiana, right? Yeah, I believe so. So probably like 30 to 45 minutes, depending on what part of the city you're located in. But plan for that. We'll have more details coming. But October yep. 29th, it's going to be a blast. I Officially called the SVCC Hoedown Nanny. I love it so much. So, yeah. It's great, man. We got a lot of fun things, a lot of cool things coming up on the calendar for this fall. So, yeah, man, things are just really Kicking back up, school's starting, youth will, SVCC youth will be starting back. and Community group info is coming groups, soon. Lots of things. Lots of things. So, yeah, really excited and just, just excited about what the Lord's doing in our body, man. I mean, this summer has just been a really sweet season, too, and yeah. um, I just really feel like the Lord's at work bringing new people and yep. uh, binding the hearts of our community closer together Um and just seeing people share the gospel in their everyday lives in Birmingham. It's just, it's been awesome. Yeah, so. I, I agree. And if you're new to Shades, if you've never met uh, me or if you've never talked to Jonathan or Brad, definitely come up and say hello on a Sunday morning or send us an email. We'd love to meet you, find out who you are, get to know you a little better. If you enjoy Shades Midweek, continue to listen, continue to download. Um, if you'd like to be featured on the email corridor, you can really you can email us about anything. It doesn't have to be on topic. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't have to be prompted by one of us. Maybe you have a question about something else. Doug is usually really good about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yes, e email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. Because here at Shades Midweek, you're part of the conversation. That's right. We'll see you next time.